What is up, y'all? How y'all doing? Y'all doing good? Are you really doing good? Well, I hope you are. <clears throat> and uh, listen, <laughs> things have been crazy. And I'm not even going to, I'm not, I, first of all, I hope y'all have been having an amazing week. I hope y'all have had an amazing, um, I know Thanksgiving, we had Thanksgiving, talk to y'all after that. I hope y'all had an amazing Christmas, okay? And I hope you're ready for the new year. Um, <laughs> things have been absolutely bonkers on my end. And we're going to talk about some, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that because y'all deserve all of it. But welcome back, okay? Um, but Welcome back to The World of Weird, starring your girl, Mia Laree. And here at The World's Weirdest Podcast, okay? And if you are new to the family, welcome to uh, the family of weird. And if you're returning and you're coming home, welcome home. It is me. Like I said, Mia Laree, mother of all things weird. And... We're here because we're going to be talking about some things, right? Talk about some things. Talk about some things. Now, I owe y'all some episodes. (laughs) I owe y'all some episodes because we're not ending this year without a complete season. And I guarantee you, we will do, we will not do that. And so over the next couple of days, y'all going to be getting these episodes. Y'all going to be getting these episodes because we will finish this year strong. Um, and I owe that to you. Okay. I do. I owe that to you. And so we're going to talk about some things. Um, <clears throat> like I said, your girl's been going through some things. Um, unnecessary, but necessary. And right now I'm really going through a shifting in my life. And <clears throat> I had to sit back and I had to take some time. Um, I needed to take inventory of myself. I needed to take inventory of the people that are in my space right now. And I needed to, I needed to take some inventory of my mental and emotional capacity, um, and eliminate certain things, um, and shift some things and rearrange some things. And I've been doing that. And I finally feel like I have kind of come to the end of that. Um, because like I said, right now I'm really going through a huge shift in my life. Um, I'm going through a shift personally. Um, I'm going through a shift spiritually, um, and I'm going through a shift professionally. Um, and so things are really about to start changing. And as you know, you can't step into new space with old things. And I just refuse to do that. Um, even before we get to the new year. So one of the things that I really want to talk about that I had to do major inventory of myself and of the people that are in my space revolves around family. And I really want to talk to y'all about that because I think it's important to know. Um, I know that we have heard it a lot. Um, at, you know, whether it's on TikTok or Instagram or just social media in general, you might've heard people talk about it, um, and things like that. But I want to say it here because I really feel like it's something that's super important. I may have said it maybe in another episode, but this episode is going to be dedicated to this, right? Um, I want y'all to understand that nobody, and I mean, nobody 
is entitled to you, is entitled to your space, or is entitled to uh, the access of you, right? And when I say that, I mean, you need to always be in position for allowing and giving permission for people to enter your space and your life and access to you. Now, obviously things get crazy if we're talking about, you know, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to be speaking from an adult, you know, adult standpoint, um, and things like that, because I think it's important that once you become an adult and you really start living life and understanding who you are, um, not everybody is meant to be in your space. Not everybody is meant to have certain levels of access to you. Um, not everybody is meant to be able to exp- And so these people, I feel like, you know, they just, just certain people shouldn't have access to you. Just like I said, in general, and then certain levels of access to you. Right. And so, um, so that's, that's really important. Now, I say that to say this, one of the things that I am learning, one of the things that I have been learning, right, is your family is your family. And, <laughs> and, and they're, they are always going to be your family, right? Uh, because they're blood, they're, they're related to you. That's, that's, that's the family you've been assigned to at birth. Okay. Um, and we can't change that. Um, the people in our lives are who they are. Some are willing to change. Some are not willing to change. And whether you believe it or not, that's okay. Okay. Um, it's okay if they want to, and it's also okay if they choose not to, right? Because that's the life that they want to live. That's their life. And they have the right to do that. Um, and same with you, right? Same with you. Uh, but one of the things that I am a firm believer <laughs> in and I have practiced and I have done is setting boundaries with your family. Uh, one of the things that I want to kind of talk about is your relationship with your parents, okay? Um, regardless of what it is right now and Obviously, situations vary because some some of us didn't grow up with our parents. Some of us did. Some of us grew up with our mom and not dad or dad and not mom. Or, you know, you grew up with both. Or you grew up with multiple sets of parents, right? Whatever whatever the case may be, your parents are who they are. Um, and sometimes they did what they could and sometimes they didn't. No parent got it right. Some parents got it better than others, okay? And we can acknowledge that, right? Um, If you grew up in a single-parent household, sometimes your your parent might have been trash, and it is what it is. Sometimes your parents might have been trash by choice. Sometimes they might have been trash not by choice. And what I mean trash not by choice is they were just dealt a crappy hand, and they did the best that they could. Some of them might have not been trash and did the best that they could and and was successful. Sometimes our parents might not have been trash and did the best that they could and things were just hard, 
right? And that's okay. All of those situations are okay. Do all of those situations affect us as a child? Absolutely. Do they also also affect us and our relationship with our parents? Absolutely. Should we blame our parents for the life that we had, especially if it wasn't the greatest? Sure, we could, right? Um, Because at the end of the day, our parents did what they could. And if they didn't do what they could, then that's another story for another topic. You know me, I like to talk about my experience. Did I have issues with my mom? Absolutely. Did I did I have issues with my family? Absolutely. Were we all trying to deal with each other with the cards that we've been dealt? Absolutely. <laughs> did I dislike I, I, not say dislike? Did I have a hard relationship with my mom and my family because of the hands that we were dealt? Yes. Did it get to a point? Where I was like, this is enough for me? Yes. (laughs) Am I going to hold my family to those things necessarily? No. Um, Because at the end of the day, I can only do what I can do for me as an adult right now. And I can move forward with the things that have happened to me as a child and the things that I don't approve of that my parents did and how that affected our relationship. And I can move forward, okay? With both of my parents. Did I have ideal parents? No. Would I have preferred better parents? Yes. And was I ever, am I ever gonna get those better parents? No. But what I could do in my power is learn to love my parents where they are. Now, I say all that to say this, right? Setting it up. Do I still, did I have issues with my parents, both of them, after I healed from the things that I that hurt me? Yeah, I still had issues with my parents. One parent I was able, my issues didn't last very long and I was able to accept who they were and my relationship with them was able to flourish. The other one, we're still working on it. (laughs) We're still working on it. And the thing about the thing is with that particular parent, um, the reason why things are strained so much is because they are stuck in their ways. And that is something that they can choose to do, right? I have no control over that. My parents are baby boomers. So that says a lot. Um, And the thing about it is, one of the things that I had to learn as I was going through my own healing journey is that not everybody wants to heal. One, not everybody realizes that they need to heal. Two, if they do realize they need to heal, sometimes they choose to still not heal, right? Um, And that has absolutely nothing to do with you. You, that, that is far beyond you above your pay grade. Whether or not somebody wants to heal for themselves and got nothing to do with you. So as I was going through my own healing journey um, and still am 
right? I still am. Um, I'm realizing that, and not why well, I did realize that just because I want to heal and be a better version of me doesn't mean that everybody is going to want to do that. So with this particular parent, um, I can't say whether or not they want to heal. That's not, that's not for me to know, to be honest. It's not for me to know. Um, they did express to me that, you know, they would love a better relationship. And we had a conversation about that. And I told him, I said, listen, these are, you know, I, in the beginning, in the very beginning, when we really started having these conversations, I tried my best to make sure that on my end, I did everything that I could to, um, to give that space to where we could walk through things together and heal together. Um, but at that time, it just wasn't what it was. So I did what I needed to do and I made boundaries. And I expressed, hey, listen, I've done all that I could. If you can't respect me, my boundaries and my wishes, then we have nothing to we have nothing to talk about from that from that point on. And uh, and that was that. So I guess kind of a caveat right now, I need you all to understand that boundaries are important. Boundaries are very, very important, okay? Um, If anybody tells you otherwise, they're lying to you. You need to be able to set boundaries, okay? Um, You need to, um, you need to tell people how to treat you and you need to be able to give them the space to be able to walk in that. Hey, these are the lines that I need you to walk in between when you're dealing with me. I need you to approach me like this. I need you to talk to me like this. I need you to do things like this. If we are having a discussion, I need you to respect my boundaries in this area. I need you to love me in this way. The way that you deal with that person doesn't work for me because I need you to work with me in this particular way and here are the reasons why. Now, I'm not going to tell you necessarily what are good and bad boundaries to have because everybody's boundaries are different. But I will tell you they need to be realistic, okay? They need to be realistic. Um, One of the things that I will say is that, like, me and my siblings are very different people, okay? So how, how a parent deals with one of my siblings usually is not effective for me. Um, in certain aspects, I don't mind certain things, but my siblings are a lot are just they were all different, right? So I had expressed to this parent, I'm like, listen, um, that's cool if you do it with them. You cannot do this with me. That's not I don't respond well in this, and we will not we will not have a productive relationship if you continue to treat me like this. Um, And so at that point, this was years ago when we had this conversation. So at that point, that person expressed to me that they were not going, they chose to, they would choose. They they told me flat out, I'm not going to do that. And you want to know something? I, I was okay with that. Because at that point, that let me know that you are no longer interested in, um, are not interested, but you don't have a level of respect for me that I need for this to work. And I, and I went on about my own space and I went on and I was like, you know what? Cool. Fine. I don't have anything to say 
to you after that point because you've expressed you've expressed your standpoint and and that's the thing that we have to understand people have the right to say i don't want to do that it is okay if somebody tells you that they do not want to respect your wishes people can do that and i need y'all to understand that right it's okay if someone says I hear what you're saying, and I know you want to be treated a certain way, but I'm not going to do that for you. Now that you have that information, which they are able to have, you need to make a choice because they have, not only did they put the ball back in your court, they came and sat it on a platter for you and was like, what are you going to do next with this ball? And it is up to you to do what you want to do with that because it is in your court at that point, right? So, um, so you have to remember that it's okay, family or not, it's okay for people to not agree with you, for people to verbalize that they do not respect you and they don't want to, to do the things that you have asked of them. It's okay for them to do that. And you need to understand that because it's going to happen for the rest of your life. So <clears throat> anywho, getting back. So now, um, Right. So now that we have that, I've had that conversation with this parent, um, we move forward. Right. Years and years later, we get to this point now. Um, <clears throat> and this has happened with a couple of my family members. So not just with this parent. But the thing about it is after having that moment of like, hey, this is, you know, realizing that I'm just not going to get what I want from this parent. I had to make my own choice and figure out how am I going to deal with this person, right? And I've had to do this with a couple of family members. What am I going to do with this person? How am I going to respond to this person? How am I going to react to this person? One thing about me, though, I was quick to cut people off. <laughs> snip, snip. I had no issues. And the reason why I'm going to tell you this, and the reason why is because I knew that before I cut this person off, I did all that I could in my power to make it work, to justify and rectify the situation and to make a comfortable and healthy space for us to reconcile and to, um, like I fertilized the ground for this relationship to flourish. Now, whether or not you wanted to water the seeds that I planted in the fertilizer is up to you. If you chose to dig them up and throw them to the wayside, I have, I can't, I'm not responsible for that. And I would go on about my day. And at that point, that was when I was like, okay, cool. This is unproductive for both of us. And I'm cutting this relationship. I'm cutting this ties right now. Right. I want to tell you this also going along with that. If you, I'm not saying just go around when somebody disagrees with you to cut them off or you are not feeling somebody in the moment to cut them off because that's un that's unhealthy. Do you hear me? That is unhealthy. If you have a disagreement with somebody or they just don't see eye to eye with you in a, a certain situation for you to be like, you know what? I'm cutting you off. That's not how you do that. Going no contact with somebody is a process. And you have to know that you've done all that you have, all that you could do to make sure that things that, um, that you were able to make sure that there was nothing but space and opportunity for whatever situation to be rectified, to be rectified. And once that, once you have done that and you can honestly say, Hey, I've done all that I could, 
at that point, if you want to go no contact, then fine. Go, go no contact. Okay. With whoever, but cutting people off just because you angry one day is unhealthy because that creates an unsafe space for you and that person that also establishes, um, that also unconsciously establishes in your, in your mind and in their mind that relationships, um, are, are conditional, that your love and respect for that person is conditional. And that's not what we want to establish. We don't want to, we don't want to establish conditional relationships or partnerships or anything that also creates for the people around you, a sense of applause abandonment. Okay. And we are not in that space. So understand that when you go no contact with somebody that you need to have done your due diligence in saying that you've done all that you could. Okay. I am, I am a firm believer in no contact, but I'm also a firm believer in no contact after have done, have having done my due diligence. Anywho. Um, so my family knows that I'm good for going no contact and it is what it is. Um, so whatever. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Anywho, um, and and kind of going with the no contact, understand that no contact is what it is. You could go no contact, complete no contact. You can go no part. You can go partial no contact or whatever. Obviously, if you have children that are involved, um, you know what I mean. That there are things that you also have to think about. Um, when I went no contact with my family, whoever it was, I always kept open communication for my, for my mini me to talk to these people. Right. Um, and I've gone no contact with a couple of family members and that's okay. But I always made sure that there was space and time for them to be in communication with my kid. So if they wanted to, they absolutely could. I was no contact and I remained no contact. And, and that was, and that was okay. Um, but I, I didn't, um, I didn't go complete no contact for me and my child. I know people who have done that where they have gone no contact, um, and the no contact extended to their, to their children as well with other family members. So if you have a child in a situation like this, um, that's also something for you to think about. You know what I'm saying? What, how does that affect you? How does that affect your kid? How does that affect the dynamic and the relationship between you and that person? I remember what I wanted to say. Another thing that I want you to understand and hear me and hear me clear. Okay. Another thing, as far as the no contact goes, when it comes to certain people, do not, if you have one, if you have done your due diligence before you have gone no contact with these family members, do not ever be persuaded or guilt tripped into having a relationship or going back on your no contact rule because that's your family member. And many, many, many people have come and talked to me. And like I have told them when I have gone no contact with certain people, um, certain family members, I've had people come and be like, well, my so-and-so just passed away and I would give anything. So you need to make sure that you talk to whoever, whoever, whoever. I'm going to stop you right there. That's you projecting your, um, your trauma onto me. 
right? So I don't want anybody, if you ever go like no contact with the parent and somebody is, oh, well, I wish I had my mom to talk to. You need to talk to your mom. That's you. That's between you and you. One thing I've always said, because I have gone no contact with both of my parents at one point in time. One of the things that I can say, because I did my due diligence, because I did my due diligence, I was able to wash my hands with that person and say, you know what? If anything was to happen today to that parent, whichever one, I know for a fact that I would not have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And my tears at that funeral are not going to be because I wish I would have said, or I wish I would have done, or I wish I could have done this different, or I should have done. It wouldn't have been because of that. It would have been simply because I lost my parent. And as somebody who has had to already bury a parent and, and have a parent pass away, I know for a fact that I did all that I could. And at that funeral, I didn't have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. I washed my hands and I loved that parent. I loved that parent the best way that I could. I, I love that parent still dearly. And weirdly enough, through the passing of that parent, my love for that parent grew astronomically. Weird to say, but it happened that way. Um, And same with the other parent, right? The other parent, I still am in that space where I'm no longer no contact with that parent. Um, That was some time ago that I did have that time and space with them. Um, But I... um, but I still stand on that, right? So if I ever needed to go no contact with that parent, I know that I've done all that I could. I've said all the things that I've said and that's that. But one of the things that I can say now is I am no longer um, afraid to have conversations that parent, like um, I had a conversation with them and they had asked me some questions and I, I, I answered them honestly. And it might not have necessarily been some what they wanted to hear, but you're asking me for my opinion and this is my opinion and whatever you do with this information you do with this information and we went forward i am not responsible to interpret that information for them if they have follow-up questions i've always been open ears to answer the to answer those questions um but i have but i have my boundaries that i have made for myself so um and I stand by that. So once again, kind of going back um, to, you know, the boundaries that you set, setting boundaries with your family is absolutely needed. I don't care who the person is, what the relationship is between you and said person, you need to have a, you need to have those boundaries. And I had seen this clip um, by, it was a, um, I think it was a clip from that show, um, Ayanla Fix My Life. And what she said was, you can't teach people or tell people how to love you. And I think that that's absolutely false. <laughs> I very much believe that you can, you can teach somebody how to love you. You can teach somebody how to respect you. You can tell someone, this is, this is how I need you to love me, right? Now, whether or not they do it 
is far beyond you, right? And that goes with family. You can tell people how to love you, give them the guidelines on how to respect you and things like that. Whether it's a, a, a sibling, a parent, a cousin, an auntie, an uncle, grandpapa, you know, Grammy, whoever, you can tell them, hey, I don't really like that. And I need you to stand on that too. So <clears throat> one of the biggest things that I've had to realize is, you know, it's okay to step away. It's okay to set boundaries. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say, hey, I don't like this. And I would prefer if you don't do this. Um, it is okay to do those things. Um, what is also okay is for the people in your life to oppose of giving those things to you. And I need you to understand that. If you don't take nothing away from this episode, it's okay to set boundaries. It's okay for you to set boundaries with your family. It is also 100% okay for them to oppose following those boundaries. Okay? Um, it is okay. It is 100% okay for you to step away from your family. Okay? It is okay for you to create space and boundaries for you and your family, right? Um, what is not okay, what is what is not okay is for you to create an unstable, unstable situation on top of the broken foundation you've been given. And what I mean by that is don't be wish-washy, be firm in your stance, don't waver, right? If you set a boundary, hold firm to your boundary. Don't say, don't give a boundary and then two seconds later, take it away. And then three seconds later, give it right back. Don't do that. That's not okay. Okay. That's not okay. Um, and um, so, yeah, I wanted, I really wanted to talk about that because that's really what I'm going through right now in my shift that I'm having. I've had, I'm, I'm realizing that I'm having to have more conversations that I didn't think I needed to have. And another thing before I end, I also want you to understand that actually we'll hold that for another day. <laughs> we'll hold that topic for another time. Um, but I'll just give a little, a little, a little snippet right here. Um, it's okay to, um, peep things to, to pay attention to behaviors of people in your life um, and not necessarily say something right away because you may not truly understand. But once you finally get the pieces together, even if it's years later, it's still okay to say something and to create those uh, boundaries then, right? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that on another episode. Anywho, um, takeaways. I gave you the takeaways. <laughs> So that's something that I've been going through. I've been MIA for weeks and I know I have and I'm going to do better and I appreciate y'all for still being here um, because it's been some stuff. It's been it's been a very odd place that I've been in right now and I'm trying to understand it as I'm going through it. Um, and next time, instead of coming back after I've gone through it, I'm, I'll just take y'all with me. 
I'm going to do that. I'm going to take y'all with me because at the end of the day, I'm human. You're human. We're all human. And we go through things. And what better way to go through something when you have your family, right? When you have your family to go with you. So I'm about to... I'm about to give y'all these episodes. We're going to knock these episodes out before the new year hits. So be prepared to be sick of me <laughs> and be a little bit bombarded with episodes because we're knocking them out because I'm going to give y'all this. I'm going to give y'all some real stuff. All right. I love y'all. I hope y'all have an amazing week. Once again, do something life altering this week. And I'm going to tell you that a couple more times. Do something life altering this week. Um. And and get prepared because 2023 is about to be banging. I cannot wait. Um, <clears throat> there's some awesome things that are coming, and I know I told y'all that last um, episode coming in the new year. We got we gonna have some things popping. We gonna have some things popping, and I promise you. All right, I love y'all. I'm gonna see y'all soon, probably as soon as tomorrow. Have a good night. I love y'all. And before you go, if you haven't, tell yourself, tell somebody that you love them. But before you do that, I need you to go stand in the mirror and tell yourself that you love yourself. Because if you don't love you, can't nobody love you. But mama, mama gonna love you regardless. All right? Love y'all. Bye.